Welcome everyone. Live from CRC Mountain in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Mountain Live on Live FM. My name is Alyssa and my co-hosts today are Jaden, Aaron and Seb. Our special guest today is Ian Perita from IPC Health Gambler's Help. Hi Ian, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for the invitation. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for being here. Yeah, I assure you it's my pleasure. So tell us how about the work you do in Gambler's Help. I'm the CEO. Sounds impressive, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, that stands for Community Engagement Officer. Is that what it stands for, really? (laughs) CEO? Really? Sometimes it stands for Chief Executive Officer and means you're the head honcho boss. But in my case. I wouldn't tell people that, just say CEO. (laughs) I'll stick to that. So I'm the CEO at Gambler's Help IPC Health. And my job is to work with the community to reduce the harm associated with gambling. So I work with schools and we do school presentations on a a range of issues, things like financial literacy, um, gaming, and obviously presentations on gambling. Yeah. We work with the community on projects and we deliver um, education sessions to community groups on gambling, gambling harm, the work of Gambler's Help, and how we can reduce gambling harm in our community. Gambling harm, sorry. You continue. I was just going to say, gambling harm covers a range of of issues because not everybody would really be be clear about what gambling harm is. So it's anything to do with financial problems, personal problems, health problems, mental health problems, um, issues with work, or with study, um, and unfortunately, sometimes criminal activity. Can teenagers have a problem with gambling, and what does a teenage gambling addiction look like? Do any of you guys play games online? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You play a lot? I play a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And in those games you play, are there casinos? Some, uh, some, yeah, just one I mostly play, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's famous for its casino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you buy loot boxes? Um, sometimes, no, not really. I do sometimes. Sometimes, I yeah. don't buy. Um, I don't buy loot boxes. I just see them as, yeah, just a scam, I guess. Yeah. So some people really get inverted commas addicted to. Buying loot boxes. Really? Oh, and really? I'll only get it from two really? to do the work. <laughs> yeah. So, really, um, pe- young people have been known to, um, inverted commas, borrow their parents' credit card Ooh. so that they can keep purchasing loot boxes. Now, when you purchase a loot box, you don't know what's inside it. And so, if you're purchasing something hoping for like a bigger prize that's gambling yeah yeah so you're outlaying something of value hoping to win a big prize that's gambling so there are young people who spend a lot of time on on their games getting addicted to loot box purchases whether they're looking to buy skins or, or um, you know, special armament, armaments, you know, things like that. Do these – so you say that teenagers are – when they're doing this, this counts as gambling. 
Um, is there statistics to show that students or teenagers in this case that have done these loot box stuff turn to become gamblers once they become 18 and so forth? Look, some do. Not, not everybody does. Look, not everybody, not every adult that goes to the pokies, for example, gets addicted yeah. to the poker machines and spends all day and all their money playing poker machines. But about a third of people do. Wow. So, That's um, like a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And some people, and it's about three or four percent, um, get really badly involved in poker machines. But nearly everybody who plays poker machines experiences some level of gambling harm. Now, I was talking about financial issues before. Everybody always thinks about the really bad things. Lose the house, lose the car, end up on the streets living under bridges. Um, That's... That's just a small number of people. A large number of people do things like uh, can't feed the kids that night, uh, can't buy uh, the next pair of shoes when their children are going through a growth spurt so the kids are wearing crunched up <laughs> because that's, a, that's gambling harm. Yeah. But it's not, that's not extreme. But it's an indication that you are really spending more than you can afford. Did that answer my yes, question? Yes, yeah. perfectly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what is the biggest challenge you experience um, in get, um, helping people? I would say the biggest hurdle is the shame and the stigma that's associated with gambling. People who have an issue with gambling feel that everybody thinks that you got yourself into it so you can get yourself out of it. Yeah. What, what most people don't realise is that poker machines are built to get you addicted. <laughs> the flashing lights, the music... Um, the spinning of the reels. It entices you in. Yeah, to keep playing. And poker machines are built by people who are experts in addiction. So they're built to addict you. And the government has set a limit on how much each poker machine needs to pay out on average. Say it's around 84 cents. Well, what the gambling industry has realised that is if they pay out at 84 cents, people lose their money so quickly that they just walk away. So what they've done is they pay out at, say, 92 cents. So what that does is it keeps you there. You keep gambling. And what we know about gamblers is that the more you gamble the more you lose. So things like, you've seen the ads on the TV advertising free bets on um, online gambling sites. Yeah. Get your money back, la, la, la. Well, 
you don't actually get money back into your account for cash. What you do is get it back into your gambling account. You can only bet with it. So the whole idea is to keep you gambling. In that process. Yeah. And the more you gamble, the more you lose. lose. If you have... So let's say you have a friend and you suspect that they're starting to have a bit of a gambling addiction. What can you do to support them? A couple of things. If you feel confident that your friend won't, you know, sort of push you aside and um, cancel you, if you tell them that I'm worried about you, you can say that to them. I'm concerned about this and I wonder I wonder if you need some help. If you're not confident, you could ring the Gamblers Help Youth Line and they will give you some ideas about how you can help that person. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Mountain Live on Live FM, live from CRC Mountain in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Alyssa and my co-hosts today are Jaden, Aaron, and Seb. Our special guest today is Ian Ferrida from IPC Health Gamblers Help. Um, so we were just speaking about if a person, uh, if one of your friends had a gambling addiction, how you could support them and help them through it. Yes, you can. And... If that person's not ready to move, they actually have to start to realise that they do have an issue and you can help them understand that. Um, So uh, quite quickly, can you give out a number for the viewers for both youth and non-youth for if they want to call? The number for Gambler's Helpline is 1-800-858-858. 858. And if you ring that number and say, I want to speak to the youth line, they will put you through. What are some signs that a young person might be experiencing a gambling problem? Um, You know how, as adolescents, you are going from childhood to adulthood? Yeah. And you are trying to work out what sort of person you are. Yeah. Yeah. Your body is going through amazing changes and your mind and your emotions are going through amazing changes. Sometimes those da- those changes are really emotional and a young person can sort of l- lose it a bit. That can happen occasionally. But if that keeps happening, that could be a sign that they're spending too much time gaming because they could be short of sleep, they're getting anxious about it, they're getting behind in their schoolwork. Um, Maybe if they've got a part-time job, they're not getting there on time because they've spent too much time on on their games, those sorts of things. If they are talking about it all the time, nothing, not talking about anything else, not talking about what a great team Melbourne is and how they're going to win another premiership and be back-to-back premiers. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even sponsored to say that. (laughs) (laughs) So 
those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, how many um, like gambling addictions like do you think start in like as a younger age and like develops longer? A gambling addiction can start at any time. Last last night I was talking at a uh, for, at a group of women for the Western Bulldog Western Bulldogs uh, Daughters of the West program, and there was a, a woman talking about her lived experience. She started gambling at the age of sixty six, but with especially young men, it tends to be around. 18, 19, 20, when they get onto their um, gambling apps on their phones and start gambling with their mates, and they sort of all egg each other on. That can be the start of it. Then they start to disappear and start gambling on their own. That's a sign that somebody is having a gambling problem because they're spending more time gambling by themselves than with other people. Yeah. Can a gambling addiction cause other mental health problems? No doubt. People who have a gambling uh, are experiencing severe gambling harm or even a high level of gambling harm, they are concerned about how they're going to pay the rent. They're concerned about how they're going to pay the electricity bill, not have the gas turned off. Uh, how are they going to find the petrol to put in the car to get to work? And all of that adds to stress and um, anxiety around their gambling. I know before you said one third was for youth. What is the? Is there another... Um, percentage that like includes everyone, youth and older ages and adults. Well, we we don't have um, exact numbers for young people, um, but we do know that young people are seeing gambling as a normal part of life now. Um, when what they've told us is when they're doing their footy tips, they don't look at who's in and who's out on each team, they go straight to who's paying what? <laughs> who's paying a dollar twenty-five and who's paying dollar two dollars eighty um, and make their football uh, tip selections using the the gambling apps. Yeah. Um, what role does advertisements like affect in gambling? It makes gambling look normal. It's just the way that um, cigarette advertising used to make smoking look normal and make it look like everybody does it. And as young people, as I said before, you're trying to work out what sort of person you're going to be and you look at adults and you go, oh, I like that person. Oh, they gamble. Oh, maybe I want to be like them. Um, Oh, they smoke. Maybe I want to be like them. And so we need to break that nexus between gambling and, you know, being a, a functioning adult. And they banned cigarette advertising. One of the best things we could do is ban advertising of gambling to prevent that constant pressure on young people to conform with what appears to be what adults do. You guys are, what, 16? No, 13. 13. 13? Oh, 
I'm He's 18. You're so 18? Yeah. Yep. Now, you don't want to be 13. You want to be 16 or so. You're 18. You want to be 20. Yeah. <laughs> In a way, yeah, I do. Yeah. So you guys are projecting your age upwards. That's because you're looking to the future. I, on the hand, other hand, being 28, I'm projecting... <laughs> I'm projecting my age downwards. I want to be 25. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, to be fair, yeah. I thought you were 22. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to go to the optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, I can't really read the questions from here. Um, so we've obviously talked about a bit of gambling and stuff. So should we not gamble at all? Because like, let's talk about drinking real quick. One drink doesn't do that much harm. It's more when you take a lot. So should is it okay to maybe go in, you have a limit, let's say you're going with $10, you don't bring a card, you don't bring nothing else with you, you come in with that $10 note and you just use that. What's a good balance? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I gamble. I'm sure you're shocked. Lucky you're sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> the CEO that tells us not to gamble, gambles. <laughs> Not saying or something. Uh, no, no, I don't think I've ever said to you, don't gamble. No, you I, haven't. No, you haven't. No, you no. Haven't. What I've said is we're trying to reduce issues. gambling harm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I play lawn bowls. I'm sure you're surprised because that's a game for, you know, old people. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm shocked. And I'm 28. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truly. So when we play, um, we have afternoon tea. And to help pay for afternoon tea, we have a raffle. I... Spend two dollars on the raffle trying to win ten. That is gambling. It is. Yeah. Now you can look at my sartorial splendor here today, and you can see that I can afford two dollars a week. Yes. If it was two hundred or two thousand, it would be a different story. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about what you can afford. Your example of ten dollars going in, spending the ten dollars, and leaving. If you can afford $10, that's what's in your budget. That's what your entertainment is. That's okay. But be careful if the 10 goes to 20, the 20 goes to 50, the 50 goes to 100, the 100 goes to 150, the 150 goes to 300 as you keep chasing your losses because you want to win that $10 back. Yeah. What's the most rewarding thing about working with Gambler's Help? Coming to CRC, Melton. Seeing seeing us, obviously, because like we're amazing. Yes, pretty much. So, uh, look, uh, you've probably picked up. I I think I'm pretty funny. Um, I like a new audience. Nah. Um, (laughs) Nah. My grandpa jokes seem to go over okay. And it's wonderful to work with people who. Want to want to find out about how they can help their community? You're a grandfather at 28. The ripe <laughs> age of 28. Oh wow. my goodness! No way. Wow. I didn't realise you were that good at math, so I should have. <laughs> <laughs> I I love working with communities, with schools, with young people, um, talking about this issue, uh, raising their awareness, and giving people hope that. If they or somebody they know is experiencing gambling harm, finding out about gambler's help and finding that there are ways of getting out of it. 
when a person is addicted to gambling, what they're addicted to is the dopamine rush that you get from wins and close close wins, um, and that affects your brain. So you have to retrain your brain not to need those dopamine hits. And so that's what we help people do. Um, so one more question before we end things. Um, obviously, gambling addictions, they harm people, but I want to talk a bit more about that and not more of family because we obviously know that it's obviously going to impact family, but can it impact other people? Oh, yes. Um, the, the woman I was talking to you about um, who started gambling at 66, uh, not only did she start gambling, she started stealing from the company that she worked with oh, wow. and over wow. a seven-year period stole $400,000 and she ended up in jail. Wow. So that affected the company because the company lost $400,000 and they were wondering, you know. Where's it going? Yeah. Where's it going? Um, it, it can affect bosses uh, because people aren't, functioning at work they're too busy in the toilets on on their phone but it can affect um friends because your your best mate disappears out of your friendship group because they're off just in their room spending time gambling yeah so anybody can be affected by somebody else's gambling and so that's why what we're trying to let people know that if you're affected by it you don't have to be the gambler you can get help from Gambler's Help. It's free. It's 24-7. You can have as many sessions as you want. We have financial counsellors as well as gambling harm counsellors. So there's lots of services. And generally, you can get an appointment very, very quickly. Yeah. Before we end things, just one more thing. Is there anything you would like to tell the viewers? And what's the phone number for Gambler's Help again? Well, the Gambler's Help number is one 800 858 858. You can also search for it using your favorite search engine and Bing. Yes. <laughs> Bing. And and I think the the takeaway message is anybody can be affected by somebody's gambling. And if you want help or need help, gambler's help is the first place to go. Thank you. That's all we have time for today. And thank you to our guest Ian Ferrido for coming to CRC today. Live from CRC Melton in Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to Melton Live on Live FM. My name is Alyssa and my co-hosts today were Jaden, Erin and Seb. Thank you for joining us today. We, have, we hope you have found the information being talked about useful. Have a great day. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.